Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Brave X Empower, a podcast that discusses gender inequality and bullying in STEM. I'm your host, Michaela Pellerin. Today we have my very own sister queen, Miss Maine Collegiate America, Tegan Halsey, joining us today. Hi, Tegan. Hi, Michaela. Welcome to Brave X Empower. I know we've been talking about this for a while, so I am so excited to have you here. I know. Thank you so much for having me. It's definitely taken a little bit, but I'm happy that we could get it figured out. I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) Me too. Would you like to introduce yourself to everyone listening? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um, So like Michaela said, my name is Tegan Halsey and I am the reigning Miss Maine Collegiate America. Right now, um, I'm currently a second year student at the the University of Southern Maine, where I major in nursing and I double minor in honors and biology. Well, that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Let's just get right into it and let's start talking about your pageant platform. I know this is something you've been extremely dedicated to over the past few years. So can you just tell us what it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I, for a while now, have prided myself on being a mental health advocate. Um, I believe it was May of 2020 that I started a mental health hashtag called Let's Talk About It, um, which is kind of what it sounds like. Um, It's about breaking down the stigmas that surround mental health and just talking about them. One of the things that I have always said is that I want talking about mental health to be as easy as getting up and making a cup of coffee in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Um, for me, I think, I think I realized my passion for mental health um, at the time of the pandemic, because um, the timeline matches up. Yeah. But it really kind of hit me once I, you know, started to see not only how isolated I am myself, but also how isolated other people were as well. And the reason I wanted to start talking about mental health was not only because of the pandemic, but also because I was bullied myself growing up. And I just never was really that confident within myself. And I always kind of let other people define me. I, for a while, let my bullies define me. Um, But after going to counseling and learning coping skills, I've been able to handle those situations a lot better but my goal as a mental health advocate is to be the voice and kind of an outlet for people who are going through the same things that I had yeah and that is all so incredible and I think something to mention is that honestly you're not just an advocate you're someone that's really in the community especially in Maine who's taking action to work with organizations like NAMI Maine, which we can also talk about, but everything that you're doing with your boutique and other stuff um, is incredible. And I love that 
you're such an inspiring role model who's, you know, not only speaking about these issues and working to destigmatize, but then also getting your hands dirty in the community and actively working to create the change that you're talking about. And so I definitely want to shine some light on that because you should be so proud of everything that you've been working on. Thank you so much. I really yes, appreciate that. And same, same goes to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, do you want to talk a little bit about your work with NAMI? Absolutely. So when I started my mental health hashtag, it was kind of something that I knew I just wanted to do because I was passionate about it. And I never yeah. really had a set plan of necessarily where I wanted to go with it over the past couple of years, let's talk about it, has evolved in ways that I could have never imagined. Eventually, um, I, NAMI and I did start communicating together, NAMI, Maine and I did start communicating together. um, And I was actually invited last October to speak at the NAMI Walks Your Way Suicide Prevention Walk. I was selected as the guest of honor speaker and I gave a speech that's actually on my Miss Main Collegiate Instagram account, um, just talking about my story with bullying and how that led to my struggles with mental health. And, you know, since then, like you brought up a little bit ago, I did actually start an online boutique last June, so June of 2021. Um, it's called Bloom by Tegan. It is nonprofit where 100% of proceeds are donated to NAMI Maine. Um, and I actually have something coming up with NAMI again. I cannot disclose too much information, but it's going to be really, really exciting. And we're partnering for something pretty big together. So I'm excited to share that soon. Well, I cannot wait to see what it is. I'm sure it'll be all over your Instagram when it is happening. So I'll make (laughs) sure you can plug that on the end so everyone can go and follow her um, and just watch her journey and see everything that she's doing because it truly is inspiring as we were just saying earlier. Um, So I think people would want to hear a little bit more about your boutique. Um, Like, what do you have there? I think that's so fun that you started that as a young adult too. Yeah. So I, I know that like for myself, especially being a college student, I just want comfy, but cute clothes to wear. And so a lot of my items are like sweatpants, sweatshirts. Um, I have a couple different designs. One of my favorite designs that I have is actually a pair of sweatpants. They're color block. And one side is like a hot pink and the other side is light pink. And it says, let's talk about it down the leg. Um, And I like it because, you know, I try to keep the style pretty simple, but still fun because like I said, why not have loungewear? That's so cute. But yeah, um, it also, yeah, it serves a great purpose and it's going to a great cause. Yeah. And I love that you donate all of the profits, you know, a lot of time businesses won't do that just because of all of that. And so, you know, all the dedication you're putting into running your own online boutique and, you know, designing the clothes and everything is amazing that, you know, you have all that kindness in your heart to donate all the profits. And I think it really shows how, you know, dedicated to this issue you are. So thank you so much. Yeah. Um, 
I'm also in the process of, and I don't know why, but it's been easier for me to design sweatpants than stickers. I've been in the process of trying to design, <laughs> let's talk about it, stickers for a while, but there's just something about it that I can't get right. I'm crossing my fingers, hopefully that is soon. So funny. <laughs> but yeah, once I have those, they'll definitely be on my Instagram though. <laughs> yes, I would love the stickers. Yeah. Like put it on your water bottle at school. Everyone will put it on their hydro flask personally. Exactly. Yeah. As a high schooler, everyone has a hydro flask and they put their stickers all over it. So. Oh girl, me too. <laughs> oh, you should do um, car stickers. Yes. That, that would, be, would be, I would so love that. Cool. I can see people driving around with that too, because a lot of people have, you know, whatever they're advocating for, like children's hospital or pets or mental health now. I totally think people would buy that and use it which is really cool that is an incredible (laughs) idea thank you yes (laughs) I just thought of it now (laughs) um so your boutique that is available to any anyone in the U.S. correct yeah it's um right now I believe it is only shipping through the U.S. yeah um but I am hoping to eventually be able to ship nationwide um or worldwide yeah um but of course still in the process of figuring some of those things out um before I started this business I had no clue what I'm I was doing and to be completely honest I still don't have time (laughs) um so it's been it's been a learning process but it's definitely getting there yeah and that's so incredible that you know you're not sure quite how you'll get there but you know what you want to do and you're just trying your best and you've had so much success so far so that's incredible thank you so much (laughs) definitely just trying to take it one day at a time yes I definitely want to check out those sweatpants now yeah (laughs) um I'll have to get the link from you so I can link it in the podcast descriptions um I definitely want to do that because now everyone's going to be getting those sweatpants and stickers (laughs) and (laughs) car decals Oh, yeah. Um, And yeah, that's so amazing. I'm so happy we got to talk about that. And it hasn't even been launched for a year, has it? Um, Nope, not not quite. Not Um, quite, but almost. Yeah, actually, pretty much right before we leave for nationals, I think I launched it on June 17th, if I'm remembering correctly. So yeah, right before we leave for nationals will be the one year anniversary of Bloom by Tegan. That is so cool. It'd be fun if you could do like a photo shoot or something. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Something celebratory. I don't know. (laughs) We'll have to send you a a Bloom by Tegan cake. That'd be really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just to get back on track with mental health, I was looking at a statistic the other day and it said that one in five adults in the U.S. experience mental health um, illnesses each year. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because one in five is such a common statistic. Yeah. Um, And I was talking with you about what you're doing with the younger generations to give them tools, um, you know, so they can take it with them throughout their life. So when they do reach adulthood, they know how to safely cope with their mental health. So what have you been doing with the young people across, you know, everywhere to teach them about mental health? Yeah. So 
Recently, I gave a brave presentation to a local Girl Scouts troop, um, and we talked about bullying and anti-bullying, but we also talked about mental health, um, and I just, I kind of gave the girls ideas of ways to cope, Um, but like, like I've said, like, the number one thing that we can do is to just talk about it with people like talk about it with our kids one of my biggest goals and something that I've been fighting for as a title holder is for our schools to implement more resources for students that are struggling with bullying and for students that are struggling with mental health yes there are counselors but I think that we need to have more counselors in our schools um I was actually looking at something a little earlier um, that said it's not required for main schools to have like any assemblies or lessons or anything on bullying or mental health. And it quite honestly, it baffled me because I was like, well, why? why are we why are we holding back on talking about this with our kids I can I can understand it in a sense because it's not a hard it's sorry it it is a hard conversation but it's hard because we don't talk about it and like I know that when I was younger I wish that at school I was provided with more information and resources I felt like when I was being bullied, I couldn't escape it. One of the things that I actually talked about with the kids um, that I did the Brave presentation with a couple weeks ago was what can we do if we are struggling or what can we do if we're being bullied? And pretty much all of them said, oh, we can talk to our guidance counselor or we can talk to a teacher but then when I had asked them for scenarios um, to share scenarios if they were comfortable about times where they were bullied saw maybe a friend being bullied all of almost all of them would say like oh well I told the teacher but they didn't do anything and yet the kids were saying but we should tell a teacher when we're being bullied. So it's kind of like they know the right thing to do, but when they're doing what they're being asked to do, nothing comes of it. They're not receiving any help. They're not receiving counseling. So that's why I'm pushing so hard for change to be made within our school systems. That's so interesting that you got to ask them that and that was their response that the teachers oh absolutely because you know that kind of makes me think back to when I was in their situation and I can remember the same thing happening and you know talking to friends over the years and whatnot and having them say the same thing and how their parents would come into the schools and advocate and nothing would be done and that's so interesting that you know the bullies kind of keep keep winning even if you know it's just by them not being punished that's still a win for them and so that's 
super interesting. And I love that you're working to change that. And, you know, I think that would make you a great national title holder because of all the work you've <laughs> Thank done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, um, it, yeah, it was absolutely so eye-opening and like even thinking about it now like it I almost feel at a loss for words because it's like these kids are right in front of us asking for help telling us they need help yeah and they're not getting it and that's something that you know we as adults need to do better with addressing and taking care of um I also learned that I don't know about other states, but at least in the state of Maine, teachers and um, school faculty are required to report any bullying incident incidences. Yeah. Um, and the school is then required by law to contact the parent to let them know that this has happened. But I remember because when I was bullied, it started in elementary school. And so that was, I didn't know like how to speak up for myself or what to do in those situations. And so I would go to a teacher, but nothing would ever come of it. And then I would talk to my mom about it and she'd be like, wait, when did this happen? Why didn't you tell me? And even the same thing now happens with my younger sister. I don't think it has anything to do with the specific school I think that you know sometimes teachers are overwhelmed but we definitely need to put more policies or standards in place to protect these kids exactly and I think it really does need to be a priority because I know teachers aren't supposed to be the children's parents they're not supposed to help them with every single thing like cutting their lunches and stuff like that's not in their job description But when something is interfering with a child's learning and well-being, that's when it does become a teacher's and the school's problem to take care of. Because if a child doesn't feel safe or welcome when they're going to school, no matter what age, elementary, middle, high school, or even beyond, it really needs to be a priority. Because if you feel like you can't come to school, then you can't learn. And then school is completely pointless. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I love everything you were talking about with that. I think a lot of work needs to be done. And I think that can also start at the staff, start, you know, with reforming what's happening in schools. And then it'll be handed down to the children because the children seem to know what to do. It's just what happens after then is kind of what's more questionable, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So you touched on your bullying experience a little bit. But are you comfortable going into any more detail? Did it happen beyond just elementary school? Yeah, absolutely. So, yes, my bullying started in elementary school um, and kind of just went all the way up through high school. I would say middle school was the worst. Um, There were times over the years when I was bullied, it was either like verbal um emotional there were a couple times where it was actually physical um Mm. a few instances that stick out to me was one time in elementary school I was on the bus 
and there was a student my age. I don't exactly remember what was happening, but um, the student actually punched me in the face. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And I just, I remember like going home and talking to my mom about it. And I was so upset. I was embarrassed and like no one stood up for me. And I didn't understand why, because I was like, I didn't even do anything. I barely know them. I don't know why they would do that to me. Like why, why me? And, you know, now like with age, I've learned that it, it had nothing to do with me. For me, it was just a wrong place, wrong time type of situation, but that absolutely doesn't invalidate that experience or, you know, make it, make it less, I guess, or make me less worthy of feeling upset by it. Yeah. Um, but I do remember talking with another adult, not at home, but it was a trusted adult. And I was talking to them about the situation and they, I will never, ever forget what they said to me. They said, it couldn't have hurt that bad it was an elementary school kid and I was like you know little elementary school Tegan baffled and I was like I remember literally agreeing with this person and just letting them invalidate the fact that I had quite literally been punched in the face yeah (laughs) um but another that I can remember (laughs) yeah yeah it was intense um another instance that I can remember was my freshman year of high school. I, so basically um, where I live, you can go and choose your high school. You get to tour each one in like eighth grade, you get to tour each high school and you can put your top choice down and you pretty much always got into where you wanted to go. Um, Cause it was usually split, split pretty evenly. But I decided to go to um, one of the different schools, like one of the schools where not a lot of my friends were going. Like there were people that I knew, but not anyone that I was really close with. And I was like, you know what? No, like I need this. I want a fresh start. I want to meet new people. I want to make new friends. And maybe like a few weeks in, I had a couple different experiences. Um, my first experience was actually with a teacher and they were doing attendance and I didn't hear them calling my name. And so they had came up to my desk and they were like, are you here? And I was like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. And then she basically started making fun of me in front of the entire class. Um, and she actually asked me if I was stupid. So, wow. Yeah. That whole incident, thankfully, um, you know, my mom being the very driven woman that she is, she did not stop until she was able to have a meeting with the principal and that teacher directly and get the situation handled. Um, And I am so, so thankful that I have someone like my mom in my life who's able to do that. 
because um, yeah. I know not everyone does um yeah exactly yeah but bottom uh, line guess, is that shouldn't have happened at all especially with oh my gosh no an adult and maybe they just weren't exactly proper manners or just social skills when they were younger which is all the more reason why we should be focusing on the younger generation as well <laughs> absolutely like imagine if this had you know been a younger student that they're saying this to and like I was talking about earlier a lot of the kids are saying like or using teachers as an example of a trusted adult so to then have a teacher say something like that it just exactly again it completely invalidates everything that they know and everything that they've been taught because they're like well I'm supposed to trust this adult like do I still trust them now like am I still is this how it's supposed to be? Like, is this just what's going to happen? Um, so, you know, it kind of, it invalidates that experience and it definitely ruins that line of trust. It really does. Um, yeah. So what other ways, or what would you say to someone who's being bullied, but not the typical answer, like go to an adult, like we've been talking about, is there anything else that you would tell someone? You know, honestly, I would just say, like, you cannot let your bully define who you are as a person. They do not get to decide that for you. Only you can decide who you are and how you want to be portrayed or seen as a person. Um, Like I touched on a little bit ago, for the longest time, I let my bullies define me and I let them basically choose who I was as a person and how others saw me and I it honestly I allowed that to happen and it ruined so many experiences and opportunities for myself in life because of bullying I even even now as a title holder, um, even though I go up and talk to crowds of people, I still sometimes struggle with social anxiety because of being bullied like I was. So I would just say to people, like, as hard as it is, you absolutely cannot let your bully define you. You yeah. are who you are, and only you can decide that. No matter what they say, no one else is able to or allowed to do that for you. And that's some great advice to share. I'm happy you, you know, dug into it a little deeper than most most people would have. Um, yeah. And just like you were saying with kind of the whole social anxiety piece of it, like I had to get up in front of my class today and present a project and it was literally a one minute presentation it was very minimum it was just talking about the theme of a book that we read like so simple and I went up there and I was shaking because there were a couple people in the room that I knew you know didn't like me for some reason even though I don't really know them at all besides like their name and like you know that they're in my class um so I completely understand that part of it Um, but you know as I was up there I like I just kind of took a minute I took a breath and grounded myself and was like 
you know, you don't even know these people, so why should it matter what they think? And I carried on and finished and got 100. She already graded it. That's so. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, so. that's amazing. I am so Thank proud you. of you for like, I hope you feel empowered, you know, in a Thank sense, you. you were standing your ground. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but I can thank you. I can definitely relate to all of the shy people, though, because of that. Like, I was yeah. literally shaking. My friend told me she could. I asked her. Um, she said she could see my hands actually shaking, like just for a little, just for like a second. Um, and then I took that little pause and was like, Michaela, stop. <laughs> You're doing amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember like, I tell, I, I like to tell this story to people because um, it's kind of, kind of crazy, but I look back at it and I kind of laugh at myself, but my social anxiety was so bad. I'm not even kidding. I didn't order my own food in a restaurant until I was 15 years old. I, I could not look people in the eyes I I struggled making eye contact with people um and I would ask my mom to order for me and she'd be like no like Tegan you can do it you can do it and there were so many times where I would just be like fine I'm not gonna eat then because like I can't do it I can't do it yeah that's how bad it was like even going through drive-thrus like going to McDonald's like they don't (laughs) they don't care but like I literally don't care (laughs) Yeah, I would refuse. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Like, it was is probably the only place I would order for. I wouldn't do Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Burger King girl. <laughs> McDonald's chicken nuggets. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Yes. <laughs> um, we'll have to go at nationals if we have some time to. <laughs> oh my gosh, literally. We should. <laughs> just for fun, just for the four piece. um but I'm happy that you shared that with us and that you've been comfortable to share on the internet before because hearing that I would have never have thought that by you know my time knowing you and I've I've known you you know after you've graduated high school but yeah so I've known you kind of in the later years actually um to everyone listening I've known Tegan before we were actually Miss High School America organization sister queens I met her at another pageant and we knew each other quite a bit before we were both sister queens. So it's really cool how fate kind of kept connecting us together. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's like I was thinking about it the other day. I feel like it's kind of like scary how much we have in common. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about it and I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is this is getting a little crazy (laughs) like personalities and stuff I don't know maybe I'm yeah maybe like we're twins or something something's weird secretly secretly (laughs) (laughs) but that's so cool because I feel like our personalities or like characteristics I guess are really similar but then we do have different interests um like you played sports that were different from what I did for sports and you love animals and I like children versus animals. I don't know you like children too but <laughs> I like um, I like children like but I love animals <laughs> yeah I love children but I like animals <laughs> but yeah it's so cool you know not like carbon copies of each other but similar enough that it's really cool I don't know I yeah 
um, I love that we, you know, always support each other and stuff. It's really nice to have someone like that. It absolutely is. It's yeah. nice knowing that, like, you know, like, we have each other's backs. And it's nice yeah. knowing that, like, there's a solid support system there. And I've talked about this before, actually, with a, um, with someone else. But I absolutely adore my support system like I 100% would not be where I am today if it were not for them but there is just something about having a sister queen you know like you being so supportive (laughs) knowing exactly how you're feeling because there's just something like about competing in a pageant and the way that it feels is like you have to experience it to know what it's like and so it's amazing to be close with someone and have a support um have support from someone who knows exactly how you're feeling yeah and I think that's really cool I actually have um, a picture of us from you know kind of like the first time that we met and we were next to each other on stage you know both doing like the same pose Uh, for an opening number routine and it's so cute and we're in we're both in red but like I'm in a jumpsuit and you're in a cocktail dress and it's so cute Um, I know we unknowingly kind of match there (laughs) yeah um but just like you were saying we were literally doing the same thing it was a choreographed dance but yeah you know going through the same experiences and that's really cool but it's also really nice you know I've never had a sister I have an older brother and no other siblings but you know, even to have a friend that I'm that close with is really nice, especially someone who's quite a bit older, who's been through a lot more, and you've been able to answer a lot of my questions, and, you know, you're a junior in college this year, and so I have a lot of questions being a junior in high school that you're able to answer, and it's so amazing just to turn to you, and you always have the best advice, so. (laughs) Thank you. I am... I'm so happy that I'm able to be that person for you. Yeah, I'm so happy I found you, like, already. (laughs) Yeah, I feel pretty lucky to have you. (laughs) Aw, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about nationals a little bit since we're kind of headed in that direction. I can't believe it's three months away. I'm kind of going crazy right now. (laughs) I know, me too. Like, being crowned in August, it's like, kind of baffling (laughs) to see how fast it's coming up because you know I had to wait almost a whole year for nationals and it's like it is right around the corner now and I'm just kind of like when did this happen when when did we get this close yeah I saw someone um post the other day I think they said something like 88 days until nationals or something and I was just like gosh I was like I was like, what it is, (laughs) Um, which is so exciting. There's just so much to do for those of you who don't know. It's going to be a week long experience. Um, Tegan and I are rooming together, so you'll have to be very active on our social media accounts to see all of the content we will have being posted throughout our entire week there. And then the actual pageant competition isn't until the end of the week. They have prelims day and a finals evening where it'll most likely be live streamed. We'll be posting information about that when it's out, but it would mean a lot if you guys were able to watch us um, on the live stream, if not in person. And 
yeah, it'll be such an exciting weekend. We're going on excursions and filming a production number outside. It's going to be gorgeous. We get to do um, an arrival ceremony where we walk with littles and all this other fun stuff in addition to the competition, you know, sort of team building type of stuff before the actual competition for the entire week, which I love that our organization really is all about promoting that sisterhood and positivity. 100%. I am so excited to just be there and get to experience not only going to Little Rock, but being a part of a national pageant and being able to finally meet all of the other contestants. Um, I just think it's going to be amazing. You know, I think we all can relate to each other in the sense that we share a passion for brave and anti-bullying. And so I think it's just going to be amazing to get to meet all of the other girls. Um, But I'm, I'm just excited to be able to be there and experience it and be a part of something like this. And I'm also excited to be able to finally share all my outfits with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I have them all hanging up in my room. I'm looking at them right now. Oh my gosh. And I'm just I like, wow. Too. It's literally <laughs> to the left of me right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have a garment so rack excited. up in my room right now. That's exactly what I have. I have a whole garment rack up. <laughs> that is so funny. I got this um, thing at Walmart and it's like, so it's a hanger and then it has pockets attached. And I put my earrings in all the teeny tiny pockets. It's Are you really serious? cool. It was, that yeah. is so smart. It was ten dollars, and so what? This side is it's really good quality. That's why it's ten dollars. This side has let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six by four. It has twenty four little pockets, and then the other side is Velcro loops to hook in like necklaces so they don't get tangled. That sounds. I need to get. That sounds like I need <laughs> yes. to go to Walmart. And go buy to Walmart. It. <laughs> it was in like the jewelry section, kind of on like an end cap, but they had like plenty of them. I'm sure you can get it on okay. Amazon too. Yeah. But, well, because um, usually it's clear whenever... pouches, so I can see all of my yeah. earrings, all the colors. Yeah, that'll definitely make it so easier. Because cool. I know, like, anytime like I've packed for a pageant, I always have extra earring boxes that I save, but it's it's kind of messy. I'll be honest, yeah. but. Um, no, that sounds amazing because like it's you could awesome. totally just like fold it up yeah. and shove it in your carry-on or something. <laughs> yeah, it's really um, slim and the pockets yeah. are really tight. And so like my huge, I have huge earrings. I'm able to shove them in, but I know they're not going to just slip out, which is like really important to me. Yeah. Um, and it, it does fold. It has like a crease in it. Um, it can fold like three times over and nice. Yeah. It's like a foot and a half long and then like, yeah, it's like a rectangle. But if you're wondering that, but everyone go get it. Walmart, sponsor <laughs> me. <laughs> sponsor my pageant system. Every, every girl at National should have one. <laughs> yes, please, Walmart. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's, it's so, it's so cool. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to use this the rest of my life. Because even in my closet, I feel like it'd be super handy just because of the, like velcro necklace things on the back and how it could be great to take to college and put in a dorm room and things like that oh absolutely (laughs) so what is one of your pageant essential items now that we're talking about it oh man I need a minute to think about that one because like I'm going through like the whole list in my head right now 
pageant <laughs> essential items. One thing I always have with me, and Michaela, you might laugh because you probably oh won't know once I say it. <laughs> um, I need lotion. <laughs> I need to have it. I need to have it at all times. That's not a pageant item. <laughs> no, I need to. I need it because it keeps my, keeps my spray tan. Yeah, yeah. Keeps my spray tan <laughs> and also so I don't get dry skin <laughs> so do you do you use lotion with it, like a tan in it or um no Sometimes? I just get like a really dark spray tan <laughs> oh I yeah just, I'm always like reapplying lotion so that it doesn't go away before like on stage um I guess one of my actual pageant essentials would definitely have to be bobby pins and my little miniature sewing kit that I have yeah absolute lifesavers those are great picks <laughs> yes besides lotion yes <laughs> yeah one thing I love is it's a rack and roll and I had it when I was competing in dance competitions and it's the cool if you don't know what it is it's the coolest thing ever so it's this massive suitcase you zip off the top and um, these like metal poles come out and you assemble it in three pieces you can assemble it in literally 10 seconds and it's a full sturdy garment rack it has like little nubs on it and everything to divide up your hangers and the entire metal poles just fold right down into the suitcase and it has a cooler and water bottle pouches and all these little extra things it's on wheels it has all these handles and it's really good quality and that sounds you know, now that I'm not <laughs> dancing I have it for pageants and it was so amazing just to keep all, all of my clothes steamed and you know when the rack is up all your clothes are up there so then you have an entire huge suitcase to put other stuff in like a million pairs of shoes or whatever else you want so like once it's set up you just get an entire suitcase full of storage to kind of like enclosed to keep to yourself which is nice like if you're in a changing room area you might not want all of your things spread out because you don't want them to get lost or in other people's way. So that's probably my biggest pageant essential before anything else, honestly. That sounds incredible. <laughs> it sounds so helpful. It's actually a life essential. <laughs> life it's, essential. It's, it's a closet on wheels and it's so cool. And now that <laughs> I have my earring like um, hanger thing, it just makes it like so much more practical. <laughs> maybe that's what my lotion is maybe it's like a life essential for me yeah your life essential <laughs> it's actually kind of bad um people will probably learn at nationals but I have this thing about my hands being dry I cannot stand it <laughs> like even if they're not dry I'm like no they're dry they're dry I need to put lotion on <laughs> so like I have like two things of lotion in my purse I have a backup in my car I have one in my school bag so I like I should if, buy anyone, if anyone if anyone's <laughs> lotion at nationals like just come to me I am your girl <laughs> didn't I get you some for like Christmas last yeah, you did. <laughs> gift? Yeah. yes was yeah, that good because that was like oh my gosh it was yes, one of their new collections I got it from Bath and Body Works and they came out um, it was in like the display at the front of the store and it wasn't even in their traditional bottles and it was no it is know, so good the package I've been using cool, it and I smelled it and I was like yeah we're gonna get this yes <laughs> I love it I seriously I use it 
was like wondering how day. it is. <laughs> I got one from you for you and Jamie, um, our patent director. And, you know, I was like, these are really cool because I'd never seen those before <laughs> at Bath and Body Works. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it looks like we need to wrap this up because of the time, but it was incredible having you, Tegan. Yeah. Again, thank you so, so much, you know, for taking the time to have me and letting me come on here and chat with you. It's been really fun. It really was. And we got to touch on a lot of great stuff from your hashtag let's talk about it campaign and everything else you're doing regarding mental health and bullying. And we touched on brave and nationals and that was all so incredible. Um, yeah. Is there any words you want to leave as sort of your last advice or take-home message? Yeah, so one of the things, and everyone probably knows it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but my biggest thing, and I heard it growing up, um, is to just remember to treat others the way that you want to be treated. Um, yeah. And, you know, that that can be taken in a lot of different ways. Um, It can, you know, it can be at home, it can be at school, it can be at work. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be in a time where the situation directly involves you. Um, You know, like treating others the way you want to be treated. Like if you see, for instance, someone being bullied, go tell an adult, because I'm sure if you were in that position and you are getting bullied you would want someone to help you and go tell an adult so that's I guess a different perspective you can take on the treat others the way you want to be treated um but yeah that would be my little piece of advice for today (laughs) exactly that is such wise uh, wisdom and you know it's not really redundant if you really take the meaning to heart and take it with you throughout your entire life because it really does apply to all ages And so I'm so happy you brought that up. And that's something you definitely do live by. Thank you. So would you like to plug your Instagram accounts just so everyone can go and follow you? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um, Oh, gosh. I'm so bad at remembering my (laughs) social media sometimes. Um, Yeah. So if you guys are interested in learning more or just keeping up to date with mental health and brave and just what I'm I'm doing as my years miss me in collegiate America and prepping for nationals um you can follow me on Instagram at miss main collegiate America absolutely everyone go make sure to follow along and as always the podcast Instagram is at BraveX and Power. So be sure to follow that as well. We have episodes coming out every single week now until you know the end of June for nationals. So that's super exciting. I couldn't believe it's already gotten to that point. But we've just had so many guest speakers express interest. I want to give everyone an opportunity. So that's how that came about. So make sure you're (laughs) tuning in every week for a new episode. And I cannot wait to chat with you all next time. Um,